1: From Capital Broadcasting Company, this is WRL Out and About. I'm your host, Kathy Hanrahan. I'm joined by my friend, Ashley Roddy. This is a show all about everything fun happening in the triangle, especially yummy food. In this episode, we got a chance to chat with a James Beard Award winning chef. I can't can con- say that? I can't, I mean, I just I can't contain my excitement. Um Actually, Ashley, she's super nice. She talks to everyone. Ashley's amazing. <laughs> Ashley's amazing. Um, Ashley Christensen won the award for Outstanding Chef last week, the highest honor you can get from the James Beard um, Foundation. We always knew she was like the best chef in the country. Right. But now she has a medal.
0: Right. It's it's cred. She's That's all a medal. it is. But like, I mean... And wasn't Van Nalinta, um, The yes. owner of Brewery Bavana and um, Bita Manda He was saying like So many chefs went up like just to support her and be there with There was a crowd of was. like
1: 40 um, people from the Triangle who went with her. Mm-hmm. It was like Ashley's crew and they went up there to just show support and imagine right. the party that ensued when she won. I just right. kept thinking like they were just having so much fun. We actually talked with Van um, and we're going to cut to him right now and he's going to tell us kind of what it was like when she won the award
2: it was it was incredible there was about uh, 40 of us uh, going up to Chicago uh, to support uh, our friend Ashley Christensen and and the, the momentum was just tremendous and we were you know whether we you know we win or not we knew we wanted to be the loudest and we want to be there for, for her and um, the whole theme of the, um, the the gala the award ceremony was about the impact of food in communities and for Ashley to win the the, the, the most, Um, You know, Honor uh, Award was just uh, an icing on the cake and and it's a big victory for for food and for North Carolina and for the South in general.
1: So what was it like when they said her name? Did you scream as loud?
2: We we freaked out, and and, and I think everybody in Raleigh also freaked out. We saw a lot of footages. We were
1: all freaking out. We were all freaking out, and I was like, Van must be losing his mind.
2: Oh, we were so happy to be there, and there's so many uh, friends and chefs, and and, and everyone who Ashley has impacted over the past few years uh, just show up for her and and love her and support her, and and we can't wait to celebrate her for, for this whole weekend and for days and months to come.
1: Van is great. I love. I love talking. I could talk with Van all day. Right. Um, And he really. He's very sweet. His his restaurants are wonderful. Um, and we'll definitely have him on the podcast to do more stuff because we we just can't wait to talk more about like the soft beer fest they had at Brewery Pavana. They're definitely going to do that again. So we're excited. (laughs) Um, it's all good stuff. But now the main event. We've got Ashley Christensen. Uh, We caught with her at the Thrive NC Food Festival where she was hosting some food demonstrations. And we were able to chat with her a little bit about her big win, uh, what it means for the triangle, uh, and just everything else fun. So take a listen. So a huge week for you. You've been quite busy. Um, (laughs) Tell me more about what it was like to go to the James Beard Awards. I mean, you've been there, you were there last year, and you've been previously. Yeah. Um, What was
3: it like? What was the feeling in the room? Well, this was our, uh, one, two, this is our fifth time being in the room uh, with the potential of getting an award. And it's been for three different awards. Um, Southeast, which we won in 2014 and had the pleasure of bringing home here. Um, we, were, we were nominated for our most res- recent restaurant, uh, Death and Taxes for Best New Restaurant, which is a, a you, you get it or you don't, and our friends at Shia got that, got that award. Um, and uh, this is my second year as a finalist for uh, Outstanding Chef in the Country. And just to make that list in the first place, you know, you could be there for a decade. And uh, it's just incredible. And I think the, the celebration among our team, just, just to be there was so fantastic. Um, but to be able to bring it home, uh, I hadn't even thought about the fact that it would be the first time one had come home to the, the state of North Carolina. So a lot of pride for that and for all the things that contribute to why we were there in the first place that I think have a lot to do with this great place we live and work in.
1: So when they called your name, just what was rushing through your head?
3: I mean, you had a yeah. speech. You had something prepared just in yeah. case. And you know, it's funny. This Last year, it. I I didn't write a speech. And I part of part of that, I think, I think I... I don't know if I would have been ready to, to win this award last year or, or to, you know, be celebrated under that title. But uh, I wrote a speech and, and I just, you know, it's so interesting. It's uh, no matter how it worked out, writing that speech reminded me of all the things that I get to be proud of and be thankful for and associate with the place I call home and our journeys on the road and the way that we tell our story. And uh, so we were just, you know, we'd already, we were planning a celebration no matter what because there's a lot to celebrate when you sit in a room like that. But uh, the the moments leading up to, I got a little nervous that <laughs> afternoon. Things have been feeling really great and, and, you know, people say, how are you feeling? And you just, you feel great. And it's not about whether you think you're going to take it home or not. It's about like, hey, I'm here and we're here. And, surrounded by 33 people who who joined us on the road and um, I think about eight of those folks were folks who work on our projects with us and uh, everyone else just, you know, hopped the flight and got there and hung out with us and and celebrated, uh, you know, this, this awesomeness of Raleigh being in the house for the last award of the night. I feel like when they said your name, just to announce
1: your name, just as one of the finalists, it was so loud. You could hear everyone. I was like, she brought everyone from North Carolina. Yeah. She had the whole crew there. You could yeah. tell you had a huge support system
3: there. And, and um, I think we have a lot of friends across the country who like, even if they were there with someone they were pulling for, I think those folks were like still happy for us, you know? You could hear the And cheers we would have been you. happy for them as well. You can so.
1: hear when your name was announced, it was so loud and I was like, Everyone in the it was room awesome. loved. You could feel the love. You could yeah. definitely feel the love.
3: And that was a, that was a really uh, just incredible feeling, but I, um, you know, got a little nervous in the mm-hmm. afternoon in, in a way that I wasn't like working through mentally. It was just like a physical kind of, oh, I'm feeling, you know, a lot of excitement and uh, and you know just kind of physically reacting to the awesomeness of of the night that was ahead of us and uh i I felt that way (laughs) through most of the night and we got to see so many friends Mm -hmm. take home beautiful honors that and and, you know over the course of the evening but about five minutes before they announced it i just had this pure calm fall over me that i don't know what in the universe made that happen but i am so tremendously grateful for it because it allowed me to process what every second of that experience, like I, I usually something like that happens and you just, you can kind of barely see the people that you're mm-hmm. speaking to and um, you, parts of it, you're like, what did I say? You know, did, did I did I do it, did it, how'd it go? And this you were was, so calm. You were I, calm. Felt, I felt like it, it was all right there with me. And uh, it was also um, when we won in, in New York, there's something about the lights in the room, you're looking at this big theater and you couldn't see anything. and. and 2014 was the last year of the awards in New York, and I'm glad we got to experience that room as well. But I could, when I, as I sort of expected that to be the case, and when I expected to for the room to feel and look that way. When I walked up to, um, you know, after Tom putting that jewelry on our, on my neck, uh, I turned around, and looked, and I could see everyone perfectly, and I was so grateful for it, to like, see so many of our friends in the audience, and. Folks who, you know, every, everyone there should be so proud, and it was neat to look at everybody and think how much we can't wait for all those folks to, to be on that stage.
1: That was amazing. You did look calm. You, were, you appeared very calm when you went up there. You had your your speech, you said what you wanted to say, you thanked, I'm sure, did you get everyone in there that you wanted to (laughs) thank? Well, you you know,
3: many people were wrapped in in the the body of (laughs) of another group, so Mm -hmm. uh, covering 270 amazing folks at at our restaurant group, at AC Restaurants, um, you know, and making that our kickoff dedication was very important to me. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, my assistant who travels the country with me about a third of the year, and just really I think is is the, the, the you know, the chief officer of our storytelling and, and making sure that we um, convey genuinely what it's like to eat in these places, but so far away from home. So it was, for me, was so special to get to, share that with her from that stage and so many mentors and of course eliza craft olander who has so much to do with uh the possibilities of my journey and uh and you know just it was a very very special day i definitely feel like i feel like i got it all in for sure everyone was tucked into some pocket of that Mm -hmm. speech and and you know i just i think um i i could never name everyone because uh, you know, I find mentors in, in every moment and in, in every experience, and you know those relationships uh, evolve and thrive in all new ways. And I think with each challenge that is presented to the industry, we now have a group of folks across the country who call each other up and lean on each other and, and support each other and push each other to be the best versions of ourselves and to make sure that. Uh, this industry becomes what i think it should have always been and that you know that historically um, the practices have not been to the par of the work we present to our guests we have to we have to really work together to shift that so what does this win mean for north carolina i think it means great things for north carolina i think it's uh you know i think it it turns people's necks this direction to look Mm -hmm. at like what is really going on in these Mm -hmm. great towns that make up this you know incredible state and you know this is a place where we have the mountains and we have the coast I grew up in the Piedmont and it feels um, just tremendous to have access to all those things and this is um, you know a very special place that experiences the seasons and all the agricultural gifts of uh, you know of those seasons and it's just the inspiration is constant and I see us I see so many young farmers these days I see Um, incredible you know difficult crafts that had sort of disappeared for us like you know having multiple bread bakers in a city and having all these uh, you know culturally um, ethnically diverse restaurants which was something I think we were missing here for a long time that has come so far and I'm so proud of all the folks who took a chance on Raleigh and take a chance in North Carolina to contribute to this place and I love seeing how we all um, have a tie here, and we express it through a different lens. But we do it out of, you know, being anchored to what grows in the earth here, and, and what happens on our coast, and what happens in the mountains. So it's a it's a very special place to be cooking right now, and uh, the culinary community here is in the hospitality community is just incredible. And I think the power of the transparency that exists among us in the sense of community, when we uh, exchange ideas to better ourselves in our own restaurants or to drive forward a great cause, it's very, very powerful.
1: So where's the medal?
3: You're, you're not wearing
1: it every day. You're not, not <laughs> driving down the street, rolling up to the bank like,
3: hey. Yeah, I, I, have, a, I have a friend and a uh, very good friend in Oxford, Mississippi, his name's John Currence, and he mm-hmm. owns a bunch of restaurants there. Um, He really is sort of the heart of of that city, and he uh, is also the father of my godchild. Her name is Mamie. And long time ago, uh, 2014, which feels like a long time ago now, um, he gave me a big hug and he said, listen, I'm going to give you a little advice that someone shared with me. If you wake up tomorrow and you're not wearing this thing, something's wrong with you. If you wake up the next day and you're still wearing it something's also wrong with you (laughs) so tomorrow morning uh we're having brunch at pools with some some of kate Golan's family who's coming in or family and friends from california and uh right before we'll walk in and we're gonna hang it off the the corner of our our first uh award and uh we'll wait for wait for the certificate to come and we'll frame it in a similar fashion to the first one we'll let uh we'll have a couple of James twins up there and uh, but that's our first restaurant we learned so much about ourselves there Um, I think it it made a significant contribution to our community and and to our path forward very honored to be a part of that work and uh, so they will they will live there
1: oh it's wonderful one last question we got to talk about poolside yeah poolside. first of all the salad the salad combination yes yes so the the, uh,
3: next week we're gonna launch uh, we're gonna launch our collaboration with um, with Happy Inhale, and, and we're really excited to sort of tell the story of, uh, of a little, a little bit of some of the ingredients that'll be featured at Poolside, but are also very connected to, um, you know, what what we uh, are inspired by ingredients-wise here in North Carolina, yes. and you know, they're they're doing. I love that they have uh, the 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 project that, uh, that that where they donate from th- these collaborations to various causes and. Real excited about the work they're doing, but we are um, celebrating um, Mike Thor's project and with with his uh, uh, wife and, and mother, where they are basically um, providing a therapeutic rehab services at an affordable price. And you know he's been through s- such a such a, a challenge, and he has risen to the challenge, and he's fighting every day. To, to do everything that he can to not just be a strong person, but to, to help others be strong and, and, and to help folks, you know, get get to a place of being, you know, being who they want to be and, and with all, all challenges at hand. So um, he's amazing. And I, I've told the story so many times of him, um, you know, being in this situation that he was in and still managing to open a restaurant yeah, and having amazing. so many friends in his in, in his and our community to come in and support. And, and then reading their restaurant re- review and they just knocked it out of the park. you know, And that, that to me is someone who has a vision and a mission. Mm-hmm. And watching what he did with it in a restaurant was spectacular, but watching what he's gonna do with it for uh, the future of folks who find themselves um, physically challenged by a debilitating accident or whatever whatever might bring them there. I love that that's where his heart and uh, his tremendous tremendous uh, point of focus is. So poolside pies. Oh yes, that is that it,
1: yeah. nearly are the coming soon under <laughs> under
3: construction. We're, we're very hopeful for uh, CFO uh, towards you know the last uh, last quarter last quarter of the summer, and uh, we, we're looking to a late summer opening. And one thing that we're absolutely positive about, we can't control exactly when that CFO will come. Uh, we're doing our best, and mm-hmm. we've got a great team working in there. It is is—it's so funny. You, you wait and wait and wait, and then all of a sudden there are walls up, and you can see the shape of the whole thing. And it's, it's very wild, and uh, we've, we've seen it. We've been through it many times. But in our industry, what so often happens is you, you wait, and you're you know, so excited, and you have all these ideas about exactly how you wanna do it, and then you run out of money, and you go like, we gotta get the doors open, and everyone like frantically runs around, and uh, you know, you don't get to do it quite the way you wanted to do it. And I think that we've we've earned, uh, through many hard lessons, the opportunity to do this in a a, a new way, and really, Take everything that uh, we've experienced and apply it in the path forward. So, my commitment to our team is to make sure that we've got like a solid month to, in a completely CO'd finished space, to go in, get to know that space, train in that space, and when we open the doors, give our people the opportunity to be as successful as possible, as prepared as possible, and to be ready to feed our community with this new idea
1: going to be amazing. We're yeah. excited for it. Thank you. <laughs> so and definitely. just, to,
3: I should have mentioned, I guess that it's a Napoli-inspired mm-hmm. um, pizza joint, but uh, with celebrating a lot of the wonderful foods that inspire us here every day, all the great things that grow here, and still looking to take a, a simple experience and make it into something that is an exceptional hospitality experience.
1: Well, we're excited for it. We can't wait. We know it's going to be good quality, because I know that's that's your yeah that's you <laughs> thank you and will we also have the um, kindness on the windows as well are we gonna have some nice windows there will absolutely be <laughs> there will absolutely be kindness
3: on the windows and uh, all, all throughout the shop so oh, nice.
0: thank you so much for talking
3: with. thanks us. for having me here today
0: so we want to thank Ashley for taking the time to talk with us her upcoming pizza restaurant poolside pie is under construction right now the restaurant Though has teamed up with Happy and Hale for a special poolside salad that will be available at all four Happy and Hale locations starting May 16th. Next up, I got to go to Out Raleigh. And let me tell you, you have not lived until you've walked by stereos playing Baby Shark, a little bit of Gloria Estefan, little bit of LMFAO, little bit of little bit of everything. It's, I mean, it's so family friendly and so vivid, you know, like there's just everyone there. It felt like. You
1: caught up with some great people, too. You caught up with uh, some folks who were organizing the event. But also, the Per Cup Cafe folks were out there with some cats. Right. So you actually got to meet with them, too. So it was just, it sounded like a wonderful event. I, I was enjoying listening. I've, I've listened to some of the audio. And it was just great. So I can't wait to kind of be able to share with people the environment and just some of the cool stuff that you found out while you were there.
0: Yeah, I really wanted to get a kind of slice of the festival, just in case you missed it, because it was a really, really fun time and the sun was shining (laughs) and it was a beautiful day oh it was gorgeous nice let's take a listen to ashley's visit to out raleigh so i'm here with kelly the assistant director of the lgbt center of raleigh and nora on the planning committee for out raleigh thanks for talking with me yeah Yeah, thank thank
4: you for being here
0: oh absolutely you could not keep me away but so i wanted to ask like in a community like ours, why
4: is what you do and this festival so important? This festival is important because it is a family-friendly street festival. We have entertainment. We have a huge kids zone. The Carolina Hurricanes are here. They are a sponsor. Um, food trucks. And it's just a it's time for everyone to come together and hang out and just be happy and celebrate that we are all one big family. So
0: what goes into making a festival like this successful?
4: It's a lot of different moving pieces. Um, We have someone who coordinates the vendors, someone who people coordinate volunteers. Our planning committee comes up with the ideas. Our theme this year is Listen to Love because it's both external and internal. And that's really, really important right now with the current culture that we're in. Like, are we looking ahead to any other events, any other programs? June is Pride Month. We have something going with Vidari Chocolates. They're going to be doing something all month for them. Proceeds are going to benefit the LGBT Center of Raleigh. We are collaborating with both Honest Pint Theatre on The Legend of Georgia McBride, which is coming up at the end of May, and North Raleigh Arts and Creative Theatre on Gay Card, which is a premiere here. It's never been done before, so it's a premiere for this area. So we're really excited for both of those, and both of those collaborate right with Pride Month. Sarah from
0: Per Cup Cafe, the founder, owner, along with her partner, Arthur.
5: This is like one of those events where everyone's just really great and that, that is not always the case if you do a lot of these like pop-up kind of events. But everyone just seems like really positive and happy to be here and excited about cats (laughs) so that has been really fun
0: which yes let's please talk about cats and when (laughs) specifically when you're bringing them to Raleigh we want to know
5: yeah uh, we're hoping to be open by the end of summer that's our goal Um, we'll definitely keep everyone updated on social media we have an email newsletter you can sign up for on our website and um, yeah we post a lot of updates I know people have been asking us for a long time like when are you gonna open and um, I don't know, we're just really excited to finally be able to open our doors and share the kitties with everyone, because a lot of people who are interested in it already have like five cats at home, but they're like, but I want to come hang out with new one, and I totally get that, because we have four, um, and I, like, I don't know, even though we have four cats, I just love going to like cat cafes and other people's houses with cats, I, I just love meeting new ones, they're all so different and funny. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, once we're open, we'll be act as like a foster home for the cats while they're waiting to get adopted And it'll be a really great way to come and just like hang out with the cats where they live as opposed to like at PetSmart or like in a cage um, So you'll really be able to like get to know the cats um, in an environment they're comfortable in and I don't know we just always thought like a cat cafe was a perfect idea cause like What do you do at home? You like sit there and drink coffee and pet your cat. Or we're also going to have wine and beers, you know, a glass of wine with your cat. And it's like you get to do that. But with like a room full of cats you've never met before.
0: I am here with Robert from the North Carolina Museum of Art. He is the manager of diversity, inclusivity and accessibility at the museum. And he's out here at Raleigh. How's it going?
6: It's great. Great crowd. Great
0: crowd. Fabulous crowd, I've seen so much glitter and tassels, like enough to last me until pride. (laughs) I I guess why is it important to have events like this in the community?
6: Um, It just brings awareness to people. Uh, Sometimes people aren't comfortable with subjects or people are different than them because they haven't had exposure and the more that you have exposure the more that you understand each other and embrace each other's you know just being human um, Well, we're out here talking today about we have five uh free special exhibitions that are going on in addition to our fantastic permanent collection which is um, also free of charge so you can make a whole day at the museum um sometimes people are worried about economics and can their budget afford to go to a big museum well, we're not like other big city museums where it's $25 just to walk in the door. You, It's state collection, so uh, it's free. We have the five exhibitions now, uh, but we do offer ticketed exhibitions as well. And our next one will be Frida Kahlo, uh, Diego Rivera's, and uh, Mexican Modernism. And that will be in the fall. It opens uh, mid to late October.
1: It was so great listening to all of the vendors kind of out there at OutRaleigh. Thank you, Ashley, for capturing all of that audio. And, and we'll have to go out some more, to even more festivals because we love taking uh, Out and About on the road. Uh, if you I want, can't wait. If you want to know more about any of the topics that we talked about, um, you can go to WRL Out and About uh, on WRLcom uh, And please follow us on social media at WRL Out and About on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. This podcast is a production of the CBC New Media, part of Capital... Broadcasting Podcast Network. If you like what you heard, you can always subscribe. You can give us a review, share it with your friends. It's always free to subscribe. Um, You can do so via uh, like your Apple Podcasts or any other listening app that you have. Uh, We're going to go and just uh, chill right now because we've had a really busy day. Uh, (laughs) But we can't wait to come back our next episode and, and chat with you about some more fun stuff coming up in the Triangle.
0: Score
1: with the Jim Allen Group at the JAGAdvantage.com. Equal housing opportunity.
3: 18 plus.